This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Anyhow, Jonathan's about to kill me too. And after Jonathan kills me, then Pete will get his shot. Jonathan writes, hey, Evan, big fan. Thanks for putting, by the way, I love everyone who wants to rip me by starting off by like, they buttering me up. Big fan, thanks for putting up uh, a consistently great Mets pod. We appreciate that. Yours is not the only one I listen to, but it's the only, but it's the only I always listen to. Oh, I think that was a compliment. Yours is not the only one I listen to, but it's the only I always listen to. Oh, I get it. Hoff, you're great too. Sorry about calling your opinions terrible in my tweet. Apparently this guy tweeted at you. One of the things I like about this pod is that you've taken on the mantle of being the voice of reason who talks us off the ledge when we're feeling our most angry. Hoff embodies the angst. It's a great setup. But that's why I was really surprised to hear your take on Cohen not bidding on Otani. First of all, from a business perspective, I don't think it's in Cohen's or the Mets' best interest to be the team that throws huge money at any player, regardless of mutual interest, just to see if he'll come. You're basically asking him to be like Robert Redford in a decent proposal. It's a bad precedent will definitely come around to bite us. Remember, he's the richest owner, but he's hardly the only rich owner. Also, let's talk about what the money buys. Sure, Otani's the best hitter in the game, who puts up massive numbers in 135 games. Judge's contract values Otani's offensive production around $40 million per year, maybe a little more since he's better. But what about the pitching? Well, he's very good, but how good? He's never made as many starts in a season as Kodai Senga made last year. Last year, they also had the same ERA plus at 142. Otani was better in 2022, but in five seasons, he's only had three where he pitched a substantial amount. Is that a $30 million a year pitcher? We pay Senga half that. And given his injuries, don't we all think there's at least a reasonable chance he's just a very expensive bat for most of that contract? I just think the Mets fairly evaluate what they thought this guy was worth to them on the field. Probably a very high number, but then saw the market go well past that. The reason why we want smart people running our team is so they can make the right decisions about how to allocate our resources. I think Stearns and Cohen did that here. Thanks again. Let's sign Yamamoto. That's from John. I think that the risk that Otani brings is monumental, but the reward of doing both, of having one roster spot and one player who can be Aaron Judge offensively, and similar to Kodai Senga pitching-wise, is more valuable than I think John is giving credit for. Now, Pete Hoffman, you heard this in John's email. He thinks you're the negative Met fan, and certainly earlier on in this pod you were. 
and I'm the more balanced, reasonable guy. For whatever reason, when it comes to Otani and Cohen, we have reversed roles, and I was surprised because when I saw Pete the other day, and he, of course, produced the podcast, even if he wasn't on it, said, Evan, you're very wrong. Why am I wrong about the pursuit and lack thereof of Shohei Otani? Well, first off, I'd like to say that I'm a big fan and I love what you do, Ev. And, uh, you know, thank you for, for always. <laughs> but you're wrong. Now, here's the thing is, Evan, I, I do love you, actually. This is the worst take I've ever heard in my life because. Worst, worst ever? Like, what do we, yeah, why yes. do we go to that extreme? Because Steve Cohen is not going to be a used dog. Okay. He's not in this to be used. And you're talking about now two years in a row. The biggest free agent was trying to use other teams to jack up their price. Aaron Judge last year jacked it up with the Arson Judge news going to San Francisco. The Toronto Blue Jays were the team that were jacking up the price to make it the Dodgers had to go to 700 mil. There was never a chance in hell that it was always the Dodgers. It was as easy as that. You're telling me Steve Cohen could have offered him a billion dollars and he'd be like, you know what? It's not going to happen, but thank you because now I could use that with the Dodgers and they'll they'll boost it to a, a 1.2. Why is that bad? Why would it be bad for the Dodgers to spend more because the Mets up the price? Why is that bad? Well, first of all, what does it really accomplish for us? Nothing. We still don't get anything. Yes, the Dodgers still have to pay more, but they will do it anyway. We're we're living in a baseball world where there's there's no salary cap. They can do what they want. It doesn't make a difference Steve Cohen tax or not. Slash I'm telling you right now, Steve Cohen, the man he is, does not like to lose, does not like to be used. So we're embarrassed. If that's what happens, if he's his name is being thrown around with Otani and he doesn't win, that's why everything has always been so low key. He does not want to lose. You might be able to lose. You might lose in the regular season. He's not going to lose for top free agents. I don't think you could have that attitude, though, man, because you're going to lose a lot of free agents. I mean, not everybody's going to pick your team. Like, we're going to find out if they lose or win Yamamoto in the next couple of days or or maybe weeks. But I don't think you should be afraid of losing it. I don't see the negative in being used to bring up a price. That means someone else, and in the Dodgers' case, a competitor, at least a team that you hope is a competitor, has to spend more. I don't see the negative to that. Make them spend more because having the Dodgers spend more on Shohei Otani, if it ever came to that, could keep them from signing someone else. Let's say Yoshinabu Yamamoto, a guy you're going after. So I don't see that as being some kind of negative. And look, my point overall was not that the Mets should have outbid the LA Dodgers. My point was I envisioned an owner that was going to try that was at least going to enter and force his way into that conversation. Don't confuse what I said into thinking they had to outbid the Dodgers to get them. It was disappointing that they were never even in the conversation, that the spin we got when Otani signed last Saturday was, A, the agent never called me, that's from Cohen, and then B, the report of it got too expensive for them. They thought the price got out of whack. Like, that that just seemed like instant spin. I wanted them to be involved in it, not necessarily offer a billion dollars and outbid LA for him. Right, but here's the thing. So there's this misnomer that he's going to outbid everybody. Like if there's a top prospect, he's going to, or not top prospect, top free agent, he's going to outbid. And if he doesn't, 
then what is this whole big bad Steve Cohen thing? What is this Uncle Steve? The 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 the, the aura of Steve Cohen is fading slowly about being a big bad wolf. It really is. And if by by not even putting in a bid is bad for you, other people will be like, well, you didn't put in enough. How did you not put in you know well, eight hundred so, million? But Pete, then what happens if they don't get Yamamoto? I mean, he may lose out on Yamamoto even with having the highest offer. And if your point is true, he doesn't want to lose, well, what's he going to do? Is he going to be angry? Is he going to be embarrassed? How's Met fans going to take it? I don't know what my fellow Met fans going to react to certain things because I've been rational of if they lose out on Yamamoto and they made the highest offer, who the hell am I supposed to be mad at? You went out and you made the highest offer. So I think some of these guys who are writing me saying you're wrong on Otani may turn on Cohen for that saying, well, it should have been higher. If it was 320, it should have been 370. I don't know what our expectation now is. I just wanted to be involved in the conversation. There was one guy who emailed to agree with me, so that was nice. That's Fred. Fred writes, Steve the tease. <laughs> I feel like we're being teased with Cohen's money. What's the point of having a billionaire owner if he's not willing to flex his monetary muscles? Granted, he spent on Scherzer and Verlander, and he used his money to restock the farm system, but it's unforgivable not to make an offer to a generational player like Shohei Otani. How does Cohen flippantly offer Correa $315 million a year, but not even make a serious offer to Otani? Go hard after him the way you're going after Yamamoto. Make Otani say no to three quarters of a billion dollars. With the Wilpons, we knew they were dead in the water after Madoff. The big splash was Todd Frazier, maybe even Jay Bruce if we're lucky. Cohen was supposed to change the narrative, and while he has spent money, it's certainly not fair to call him Wilpon 2.0, he didn't push his chips in the game for the best and most marketable player. For a guy who loves to collect art, Uncle Stevie missed out on the Mona Lisa. Carlos Correa. I'm glad he brought up Carlos Correa. We all knew. That day when we were excited, thinking the Mets signed Carlos Correa, we all knew it was a stupid contract. We did. We we all knew. You kidding me? You're giving a guy who's a g- very good player. That's what Carlos Correa is. He's a very good player. You're giving this guy $315 million, and all of us reacted by saying, who cares? It's not our money. We're better. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Now it sounds as if Met fans want to be financially responsible. And they're mad at me for suggesting, why even bother with a generational player? Carlos Correa is not a pimple on the fanny of Shohei Otani. He's not even close. And yet when we thought Steve Cohen was Steve Cohen and bought Correa for $300 million, I didn't hear anybody criticizing the contract. It was... I wasn't, and I knew it was bad. It was just, hey, we got a great player. This is fantastic. <laughs> uh, by the way, there's a lot more emails of people mad at me, but I think we got to a few. We made the point. I don't want to reiterate this over and over again. Here's the good news uh, to the Met fans out there. We disagree. We move on. He's not coming here. Oh, Donnie's not a Met. It's not one of those debates that last forever. Uh, it was one of those times we disagreed. And I can promise you this, it won't be the last. If it was our first disagreement, that's great. It will not be our last. Because sometimes I surprise myself. I I genuinely feel certain ways. And I can't predict how I'm going to feel. When I got the news on Saturday afternoon about Otani, and I read what Cohen said, and I read the reports, I was genuinely pissed off. I was angry. And so I expressed it on the Rico. I expressed it on the air. And I clearly saw that most people thought I was nuts. And that's okay. That's all right. It's genuinely how I feel. It's how I feel a week later. Maybe a few weeks from now, I'll change my tune. I don't know. <laughs> maybe, maybe enough time will go by, Pete, where I'm like, ah, Cohen, he's a brilliant man. He was smart. What, well, when you saw the report yesterday, because I didn't hear it live on air, about Otani with the deferred money, what was your reaction to that? Because that, to me, that, that was a punch to the gut, dude. I, I, you know, I'm going to surprise you with this. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care for a few reasons. So the CBT got manipulated a little bit, but the CBT is manipulated a lot. We've seen that a lot over the years and what the average salary is going to be. It's not always what you think it's going to be. And his CBT number is still in the 40s. So let's not act like the Dodgers have a competitive competitive balance tax of $2 million for him. That's not the case. So his CBT is still really, really high. So we put that aside. It may not be $70 million, but it's still pretty high. As far as the deferred money is concerned, yes, it sounds crazy that they're only paying him $2 million a year. But you're robbing Paul to pay Peter. Is that the phrase? Rob Paul to pay Peter? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. No, you may be no. only paying him two. It's not, it's not Rob. He's robbing to pay. Peter to pay Paul. Right. Rob- this is why you're so valuable, man. Like, I think when I was doing the Rico by myself, I couldn't figure out rabbit's tail. And I kept, or, you know, rabbit's foot. And I kept calling it rabbit's tail. And yeah, we got a few emails to the Rico saying, hey, schmucky, it's called rabbit's foot, not rabbit's tail. The hell's wrong with you? That was from Robert, by the way. He was the one who wrote that. Robert's foot, schmuck, not Robert's tail. He didn't write the schmuck part. I just added that. 
So let me get back to this. So you're robbing Peter to pay Mary? No, robbing Peter to pay Paul, pay right? Paul. You may be only paying him $2 million a year, and that seems crazy. But guys, eventually they have to pay him $68 million a year. And that's going to be long after he's gone. We make fun of the Bobby Bonilla contract. This is Bobby Bonilla on steroids. So I, it doesn't really annoy me. Now, I admit, Hoff, because I know this is what you're thinking, and a lot of people are thinking that if Steve Cohen had done this, baseball would have gone nuts. Some in the media would have gone nuts. Baseball... I agree with you. I am not disputing that there's a double standard that even Hal would have had too, by the way. If the Yankees did that, same thing. They would have faced a lot of backlash. The Dodgers, for whatever reason, don't face that backlash. But I don't know. It just it doesn't bother me. Look, it says a lot about Otani that he feels he's making so much money right now. He's okay with deferring that kind of money. Most people would not defer that kind of money. You think Juan Soto is going to defer that kind of money next year? Very few guys do like there are deferred payments and there's been deferred payments in baseball for a long time. Like look at the nationals and what they're paying Max Scherzer for the next 50 years. But what Otani did was so beyond. So what's my reaction to it? I think a lot of people are freaking out. It is what it is. The Dodgers were creative and they convinced the, or the guy convinced the Dodgers because this really came from Otani. Hey, I'm making enough money. Let's defer the payments. And it benefits everybody except the Dodgers in 20 years. Think about that. When we're doing the Rico in 20 years, Pete, and we're breaking down the Dodger payroll and they're, oh, they, and they owe Shohei Otani $68 million and he's not even playing for them. We're going to have a good laugh. Yeah, but they're going to make so much money over the next 10 years that they could, that it's not even going to be a problem. And, and the other thing too is it really bothers me. And not just the fact that if Steve Cohen did this exact thing, they made such a stink when Steve Cohen came in the league. They put in the quote-unquote Steve Cohen luxury tax. Like, they went above and beyond to make sure people like Steve Cohen couldn't spend that way. And then this type of loophole is available. It just – I understand that in 20 years, yeah, Dodgers may be hurting. But for right now, I mean, they could steal the show. Yeah, but – there's no one else that teams are going to be able to do this with. So I've heard this idea of they got to change the CBA. I don't think they have to change the CBA. Again, what free agent is in the unique position that Otani is in which he's making so much money in endorsements that he'd be willing or even insisting, hey, I want to defer all my money to 20 years from now. I think it's a real rarity. I think a lot of things about Otani were rare and unique and we won't see it again. Good for the Dodgers, man. I'm jealous. I, I mean, that's the truth. I wish the Mets were able to sign a guy like that, have them defer 98% of their money. It would have been great. And right now, the Dodgers, they're in the National League, but they feel like they're in such a different league. They feel not that they're unbeatable, because I don't think they're unbeatable, but they're a National League Western Division team. We battle them six times a year. I don't know. It's just they feel so foreign. That's why I, I really only get worried with NLE's teams making moves. Like when moves are made, I think more about that. By the way, speaking of moves, Seth Lugo's off the board. Seth Lugo signed a two-year potential third-year contract in Kansas City. He's making $15 million a year. My God. And Jung-Ho Lee, who I thought would have been an interesting option coming over from the KBO, we talked about him as a left-field option, signed a contract with the San Francisco Giants. So two potential Met targets, boom, off the board. We got a lot more to get to in the next couple of days and weeks. Already starting to get a lot of feedback on the one-year wonder Met edition. 
that's coming up real soon. And we'll take more of your ideas on a random Met game that we should all watch. But the game I'm putting on the table right now for you to watch during the holidays and when you ever have, whenever you have time off, it's a bad one, is Game 7 of the 2006 NLCS. That'll be our rewatch, a classic rewatch during this offseason. But again, we appreciate all the feedback, good or bad. The Rico B at gmail.com. The Rico B at gmail.com. We appreciate you listening and downloading another edition of Rico Bro. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Rico Bronio podcast. It's amazing, isn't it? Make sure you download it now to keep it on you at all times. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.